1: Did you know that women shave 10 times the surface area of men?
0: I didn't know that, but that makes sense to me. It
1: makes sense. You know, when you say it, it makes sense. You're like, when you say it, I'm like,
0: that makes sense. That makes (laughs) sense. Didn't know it. It (laughs) It makes sense. sense.
1: (laughs) You wouldn't really think about that normally, but when I say it, it makes sense to you. Mm hmm. And it's summer, so, you know, the patriarchy wants you to shave your legs and armpits. And also, a lot of women just like doing that for themselves, too. So, no judgment. Mm -hmm. Is that a good way to introduce this? That's
0: fine. Yeah, I think so.
1: That's why you got to get yourself Billy, the premium razor delivery that delivers direct to you for half the price of what you'd find in the store. Just go to mybilly.com to get your starter kit, including two razor cartridges, a handle, and a magnetic holder for the shower.
0: I love a holder
1: gotta have a holder for only nine dollars you can get four refill blades every one two or three months based on how often you shave me never so like three months (laughs) each razor cartridge includes five American made blades encased in aloe shave soap for the smoothest shave that's gentle on sensitive skin they also have more space in between each blade to allow shave cream soap and hair to pass on by they're an allure best of beauty winner and a nylon beauty hit list because Billy is the brand that finally got women's razors right get free shipping always skip a or cancel your subscription anytime. So go to mybilly.com slash who, a small way to support us while you're getting your best razor you could ever own for half the price of razors in the store. Plus, free shipping always go to mybilly.com slash who. That's M Y B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash who. Yeah, they want to know.
0: Same. Welcome to Who Weekly the Podcast, where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
1: I'm Lindsay Weber.
0: And it's the first Monday in May. Oh wait, no, actually I don't want to do that yet. Here, I want to <laughs> click on my favorite story from yesterday, which I, I sent you last night because I was like like laughing so hard when I saw this, because it was a Us Weekly headline that said How Lori Loughlin was written out of When Calls the Heart after college admission scandal. I and I was wondering like, how Oh they were gonna write it. I was her like, out. I hope they killed her. <laughs> God, I hope they killed her. I hope they like just some terrible death. They're like too nice. They're
1: too nice. They're too nice to kill her. It's
0: still sort of shady. So let me just read this. Hope Valley, which I guess where we know what Hope Valley was if we watched When Calls the Heart. That's Hope Valley has officially moved on. No, I know, but I'm saying it would mean more to me. Hope Valley has officially moved on. Season six of When Calls the Heart returned to Hallmark Sunday, May fifth, with its first episode since Lori laughlin was fired from the network. During the episode, Elizabeth. Aaron Cracknow revealed sure. that the town mayor had left the town and headed out East to help her ill mother. That's incredible. It. No, incredible. Just to help out mom. There's something sort of poetic about the fact that they made it so that she was helping out her mother. Oh,
1: she's, she's helping out her sick mother. I just love the way that that would come up. Like I, I'm not going to watch the show, but I'm curious how that was even like addressed, you know, like Where's the show the starts and immediately someone's like mayor. And they're like, no, <laughs> she's left town.
0: Her mom's sick, and then she winks, and then they move on.
1: I know. What if they had actually just written it into the show? It's like, oh, she's going to jail because she paid to get her daughter into college. (laughs) It's crazy, I know, but that's what happens on One Calls the Heart in our small town of Hope Valley. Maybe she, like, maybe she bribed people so she get her daughter into, like, University of Hope Valley or something if it's prestigious i don't know the
0: university of hope valley no she Maybe. she'd send her kids off somewhere else she doesn't want her kids going to school in hope valley she's it's like true. you're gonna get out of hope valley is i don't like care how much i have to bribe timey them timey
1: mining town i refuse to know what the show's about isn't it like? i think
0: so isn't it in canada isn't it also like a valley in canada
1: <laughs> yeah they don't have higher education in hope
0: valley I Part me is like mm, the west didn't exist outside of the the united states i was like i don't know what the west looks like in in canada western canada what
1: I just truly, truly, truly know no information about when Calls to Heart aside from Lori Laughlin was the mayor.
0: She was the mayor, and she just left town to go help her out her ill, ma- her Ill mother. Elizabeth Thatcher is a young teacher accustomed to high society, so she experiences no. culture shock when she gets her first classroom assignment in Coal Valley. Life in the small mining town is. Wait, I thought it was Hope Valley. Did they change in what the name year? halfway through in this what show? Year? Did they, change they got rid
1: of coal, maybe. Maybe I And mean, they were like, let's call
0: it Hope. Ugh, I hate this. What year is it? Let's see what year it is. What
1: year does this take place?
0: 1910.
1: I knew they were old-timey towns. The Canadian
0: frontier. The Canadian I don't even know what that frontier? is. What is the Canadian frontier?
1: We never know how life will turn. It's been a week since Abigail got word that her mother had taken ill back east. True to her nature, Abigail wasted no time in rushing off to care for her. Abigail is much more than a friend. She's family. In her absence, we must soldier on. And we will. We are a community. We are strong. We are Hope Valley.
0: I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing this. One more Us Weekly headline that I want to read. It was um it was This Priscilla Presley: colon It's very sweet. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner wed on my anniversary with Elvis Presley. At first, (laughs) I was like, "What? Where did she come from?" And then I realized they got married in Las Vegas at like a Elvis Chapel. You know, fifty two
1: years prior, though
0: they took. So I guess that was Priscilla and Elvis Presley's anniversary, and so when she was at some event. Uh, made Societies to the rescue event. Someone was like, what do you think? And she was like, it was very sweet. Really, really very sweet. And then they asked, are you honored that they chose your anniversary with Elvis? And she said, yes, absolutely. I don't know if that is how
1: that worked, but sure.
0: I think they were there for an award show and it just happened to coincide.
1: This is just like pure Us Weekly nonsense where like somebody like just rudely said something that Priscilla Presley like doesn't know anything about. And she was just like. I'm honored, absolutely, yes. It is great. Like, she didn't bring it up. She wasn't like, did you know that Joe Jonas got married on my anniversary? Like, it's not. Yeah,
0: what, what you going to say, like, it's really gross that I married Elvis Presley to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, super gross and weird that uh, I married this old guy when I was, like, a, basically a kid. How old was she? Like, 16?
1: I just love that. <laughs> What's she going to say? It was disgusting. And I. It was dis- I, <laughs> I wish them... <laughs> I curse them with the curse of my marriage.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's actually start the show. Today is the first Monday in May, which means it's um, Met Gala Day. I did not know that was the the convention until the documentary came out. Every which, by the way, year is like,
1: you say the same thing, by the way. You said this last year. Just say it again, though.
0: Yeah. I was like, what? How am I supposed to know what the first Monday in May is? But apparently that's the thing. So the Met Gala is tonight, Um, All the stars are going to be there, and it's going to be particularly hilarious. So you've already seen this. So we've already like witnessed the mess that is going to be the Met Gala 2019. But the theme is camp, and no one knows what to do. And per page page six, all of the stars are confused. All of the stars are confused.
1: What was the year where the the theme was like the future, and then everybody dressed as a robot? I think (laughs) that was wild, and I think they were kind of like, we can't do that anymore. Do like Mm -hmm. it was too. Obvious, and all the dum dums just dressed in silver, and it was like mm-hmm. boring. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, so it says notes on oh, it's it's camp notes on fashion, which is a play off the Susan Sontag yes. thing notes on camp.
1: Oh, last year heavenly bodies that was good. That was a good one. That was remember? sort of good. It was then sort of good. Had... There was a lot of good.
0: Solange had that good. There was a lot of halo last year. Okay. Remember? The one I'm
1: remembering was um, fashion in the age of technology when like Taylor Swift dresses like dressed in silver. That was the mm-hmm. one when Beyonce dressed in that like latex thing with like the dots all over it. And she looked Yeah. Like, and
0: then Zayn. Really cool. Zayn had that robot arm. Didn't Zayn have yes. a robot arm?
1: Then the year before was problematic because it was China through the looking glass and everybody was problematic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, yikes, 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 yikes. But
1: you know what I read? Rihanna's not even going to be there this year. So it's almost kind of like, what's the point?
0: Truly. She always had, th- she she was dressed as like hot Pope last year. What
1: I love about the Met Balls, you don't know who's going to show up until it starts. Like that, mm-hmm. it's one of those types of things where the fact that we knew that Rihanna isn't coming is because somebody found out. But otherwise, they really don't like reveal a guest list. Yeah. You just kind of see like Gaga's going to be there because she's a chair and Harry Styles is going to be there. But we don't know who else Actually, you know who else I know is going to be there? Who? Hallie Steinfeld because she put it on her Instagram.
0: Wow, well, that's great. Good oh, and Rita,
1: Rita's going, obviously. Oh, well, that's Duh. good. Well, Come it's going
0: to be fun to see everyone's interpretation of camp, specifically because no one can agree on what camp is. No. And so it's very much like a, it's the pornography thing where it's like I know it when I see it. That's how people usually define camp because no one can actually articulate what it means. But it's like well, you know, it's yeah. it's excess, it's artifice, it's um, it's it's humor, it's, it's... humor, it's irony, it's um it's gay it's extremely gay you yeah, know like it's it's, drag queens it's it's it's, it's, drag, ex, it's, it's being everything extra. it's yeah. doing things to excess it's being very deliberate it's making deliberate choices but it's um I don't know it's it's just gonna be fun to see how that they should manifests. all wear
1: knockoffs that should be it like there's gotta there's gotta be a humor to it and that's the problem is that celebrities aren't funny you know I aren't hope... f-
0: like that's the main thing well camp is funny camp is at I... least funny if not funny, camp has a sense of humor, like you said. And these celebrities are take themselves way too seriously. They just want to look good. And that's what the Page Six article is about. It's like, wait, I have to be camp, but I just want to look hot. Like, that's yes. what's fucking them up.
1: Well, usually, and this is probably what a lot of happening is, like, the designers are the ones that actually give them what... It is. So then It'll they just options, like have the yeah. yeah, it's more you know, they're being they're being dressed by specific designers who have looks from specific lines that they're trying to get out there into the public that mm-hmm. like are you know, are from Fashion Week, which kind of just happened too. So it's like that's usually the thing but but you're right it's I think a lot of designers also don't even have looks that are specifically camp so it's like oh sorry Ralph Lauren is gonna like figure out how to dress a man camp like good luck with the (laughs) handkerchief or whatever you know yeah What, what are they gonna do like a funny hat
0: and what sucks is that one of the people that we know is actually takes these things extremely seriously, well, Rihanna's not going to be there, but the other person is Sarah Jessica Parker's not going to be there. That was announced today because Andy Cohen spilled the beans to someone and was like, I'm not going, and then, you know, my best friend Sarah Jessica Parker's not going to be there. And Sarah Jessica Parker always puts in the work and, That's like, is, is unafraid of – I mean, not that really celebrities have anything to fear – not like it's no, brave looking, of her, but she actually ridiculous. puts in the work. She doesn't mind looking weird. And a lot of celebrities, especially like Haley Steinfeld, isn't going to want to look weird. She's no. going to look cool. No. Gaga's
1: going to look weird. I think there's going to be a lot of emphasis on her.
0: Gaga's going to come, you know, dressed as like a 60 foot tall May West. You know, you know who like, I
1: hope goes to who does a lot of camp stuff with Jaden Smith? Like when he... Remember when he carried his own hair? Remember yes. when he carried his single last year? Like he carried it... In like a in like a frame his like smiths, own music either of
0: the smiths those are camp that's campy as that's hell that's fun <laughs> and also like you can't you can't be afraid of like playing with sexuality you can't be afraid of looking right. weird you can't well, that's be why afraid harry of, styles will of, be good <laughs> and you can't be afraid of not looking like yourself Somebody should um, wear
1: the Macy Gray dress by my album on iTunes or whatever. Someone yeah. should, like, wear that dress. That was campy as hell. <laughs> there's what a do lot of I good, know? What do I there's know? There's
0: a lot of good stuff up right now. If you Google, like, what is camp? Uh, that's Everyone is is writing, like, things pegged to what is camp because they know everyone's looking it up and no one can. Everyone is bad at explaining it. Did Every you read the thing in the New York Times?
1: They brought all these With people the, together. The they people were blood. like, yes, you're yes. campy. What is camp? And they're all like, I don't know. What is it? They all of them say, and this is actually makes sense. They were like, camp was like drag queens, but now drag queen culture is mainstream culture. So like, Mm -hmm. like gay culture, mainstream culture is like, it's too much. So now that's not even as much camp anymore as it is like mainstream culture. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh great. So literally nothing is camp.
0: Excess for the sake of excess, like ugliness for the sake of ugliness. Like it's like intentional, intentional over the topness. I don't know. For the
1: first time, we're going to be joined at camp by
0: a very special celebrity. Celebrity instructor. I don't want to waste my summer at some camp. I'm Shane Gray for crying out loud. Hey,
1: man, we used to love this place. Three years ago, we were campers. Yeah, man, this is where Connect 3 connected. Do you know what camp is, though? What camp is, really? It's Barbara Cochran (laughs) jumping out of a coffin on her 70th birthday. Is that not the campiest shit ever? That's camp. I'm sorry. Having
0: having your birthday party at... Themed as a funeral is great. Ladies, are you dying to throw a birthday like this? I'm not coming. Me neither, right? I'm not coming. I'm not supporting this. Did you this. do this, Jeannie? This is creepy to me. I think this is morbid. I think the it's only scary. person
1: on this table that would do that. Is Jeannie. That's <laughs> why I did this. I That's, camp. That's camp. The real estate mogul, whose birthday was actually on March 10th, that's rude, kicked off her bash by literally popping out of a coffin. The event was decorated with a life-size cardboard cutout of herself, and Cochran treated her party attendants to a shark-inspired cake. Quote, I surprised my guests laid out in a coffin on Saturday. After 90 friends and families paid their respects, they maybe thought she was who." I bet somebody thought she was dead I popped out of the coffin In a red Carolina Herrera gown To the song I'm alive And dance the tango <laughs> Literally That is camp Cancel the Met ball That is camp That is camp
0: The only thing campier is if, is if she had done her makeup To look like old and dead You know Like overdone her makeup
1: You know that somebody Who was invited Was confused And thought she was actually dead Like out of yep. all those people 90 friends Five were like Wait What
0: <laughs> Someone actually came in all black In mourning <laughs> that's a that's a Golden Girls episode. Uh, <laughs> Sophia goes to a funeral and is really sad. And it's like I don't want to watch. She was like, it sucks to watch all of your friends like compliment your dead friends. She's like, I want to do that when I'm alive. And so she has a fake funeral, but yeah. then the invites the invites don't make it clear that it's fake. So everyone <laughs> shows up thinking that she's dead.
1: No, that's v- um, a very good Golden Girls plot.
0: Yeah, and they all get they all get mad at her. And they she hey, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming to my wake. What do you think of the dress? Oh, oh, my
1: God. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, she put on her Instagram, it's a I'm great also. picture of Barbara coming out of the coffin. It's great. I'm alive. having a good time. Yeah. When you look at me,
0: I can touch the sky. and know that I'm alive. What next?
1: Wait, there was a Starbucks in Game of Thrones last night?
0: No, it wasn't a Starbucks. It was a... <laughs> TMZ sent
1: an alert says Game of Thrones airs scene with Starbucks cup in plain sight.
0: It wasn't a Starbucks cup. It's a. It's clearly a coffee cup. It's like Mm. from Craft Services, but Mm. it's the Starbucks logo is not on it. Wow, Game of Thrones sounds
1: great. They aired a fucking Starbucks cup. Great. (laughs)
0: Starbucks. Oh wait, maybe it is an actual Starbucks cup.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't click on it, but they aired a Starbucks cup.
0: It's like sitting in front of Emily Amelia Clark, and they're all at a party celebrating. You know, they won the battle, and there's just a cup. <laughs> you oh, haven't yeah, seen so the I'm photo?
1: Like... No, because I don't fucking watch. Hold on. Wait, look at this. Oh, that's a Starbucks cup.
0: God, I mean, I guess we should talk about the other breaking news before we move on to the rest of the stuff. Breaking news one: Starbucks, Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones. The themmiest thing on that show. I'm sorry. That's so a mean.
1: Starbucks cup. That's a Starbucks cup.
0: Nothing dumber on Game of Thrones than a Starbucks cup. Everyone else in that show is a fucking who, especially Amelia Clark. Okay. Yeah. Moving on, other other top story. The baby was born. What's the baby going to be named? I don't know.
1: Um, it's a boy. Who cares? What would you Name like it to be, be named? What would you suggest?
0: Uh, something
1: like American. I want him to be like sound like American. Even though, she,
0: like Jack, or with John. something with the K, like kim courtney like go for kardashians just to really fuck it up like what's disgusting american trash that's a good troll
1: i hope megan says we're gonna let the baby name itself we're not gonna give it a name (laughs) until it's old enough to name itself
0: queen elizabeth released a statement that's just uh... (laughs) name it william what a troll oh my god name it william
1: name it the same name as the other one yeah name it the same name great idea no (laughs)
0: george george would be really funny
1: name it george
0: Megan's like I've always wanted a child named George you can check my website thetig.com you can see that George. there's a precedent I've always wanted a kid named George I'm sorry there can sorry, be two it's, Georges it's
1: also George it's George the baby is seventh in line for the throne you could just name it seven that's good that's also great. American yeah that's seven. a Seinfeld
0: reference George really wants to name his kid seven and everyone makes fun of him oh. and then one of his friends ends up naming the baby seven and, he, and they're like you know we actually like the name and he gets really mad he was like that's my name I got a great name for our kids a real original you want to hear what it is You ready?
1: Yeah. What is that, sign language? Seven. Seven Costanza. You're serious?
0: Yeah. It's a beautiful name for a boy or a girl. Especially girl or a boy.
1: I don't think so. Well, you don't like the name? It's not a name. It's a number. I know. It's Mickey Mantle's number. Seven. Yeah. It's like
0: Mickey Mantle's number. It's some baseball reference. It's a baseball well, this reference.
1: this is because he's seventh in line for the throne.
0: I don't want to know what this kid's name is.
1: Well, you're going to have to find out. Do you think that this baby was just born or has been born for a while?
0: I assumed the baby had been born for a few weeks. Excuse me. The Duke of Sussex was interviewed outside a horse stable for some reason. Is that where did Megan give birth in a manger? I'm not sure. I'm sorry. He for was some
1: reason, all they do is hang out outside horse stables. What are you <laughs> talking about? So
0: they were hanging outside a horse stable because Megan gave birth in a manger because everyone was like, "No room at the no room at the hospital." Sorry, sorry, sweetie, no room at the hospital. <laughs>
1: Kate um, Middleton was like, "No room at the inn." <laughs>
0: Kate Middleton was like, do not let Kate in there. Although they, Kate Middleton likes me, I
1: know, but it's so much more fun if she didn't. I don't care if it's not true. I just want to believe that they hate each other. Let the me know. The baby live. boy was seven
0: pounds, three ounces. Seven. Uh, he arrived at 6.26 a.m. Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, It's a boy. Sure. It's funny that they have their Instagram aesthetic is so bad. It's so bad. Look at this.
1: They just got started. They're new to Instagram. They're <laughs> Really, new. really bad. They're new. His name is going to be Seven. We'll call him Sev. Ooh, Sev is a nice nickname. Sev.
0: Baby Sev has been born just in time to see Eurovision 2019. Good for him.
1: That's so nice.
0: Moving on. uh, What else? There's this dog drama that you dropped in here. Pete Pete Doherty, you know, somehow still around in our consciousness because his dogs were attacked by a hedgehog.
1: Yeah, well, this one is funny because I think the underlying joke is that, like, everyone's, like, Pete Doherty's still alive. Not in a insensitive way, even though that does come off a little insensitive. But, like, how is he still around? Ra- like, how did he survive? How was he still
0: making headlines? How, how did, did he, he survive? survive? Yeah.
1: Come on. Right? Pete Doherty. I Dirty. think it's
0: less about how is he still alive. Gen Xers, know. Still, Real Gen Xers
1: still- are like, yeah, no, I know. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Which I am not one, of So he has two dogs. Zeus and Narcos, and they were attacked by a hedgehog while he was walking them?
1: What's great is that the information about this, he writes in pure English gibberish, and so it's really hard to decipher. <laughs> you kind of have to, like, look at the Daily Mail yeah, to read understand. Yeah, the, read
0: the tweet. It's crazy.
1: It, I feel like as I read it, I'm going to turn into, like, a soccer hooligan. <laughs> Zeus and Narco had the cute wee verminous snuffle snuffle pig of the hedge in their gobs, and I wrapped my hand in a t-shirt and freed the wee bugger and got a tiny cut. That was Wednesday night slash Thursday morning. Zeus... Oh... Wait, that, I repeated it twice. It's the same. It's the same tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, didn't that make me sound like um, like um, what's his
0: face? No, it made uh, you Ewan sound McGrega? like a lad. It no, made you sound like a lad. It's like you're a lad out for a couple of points. <laughs>
1: a picture me in hospital bed with an infected hedgehog spike wound. Thank you for the wonderful men and women who work within the NHS. What absolute angels and a million times they deserve our respect and thanks. Aww, he got. Get Pete up. seems
0: fine, you know. If drama with his dog getting attacked by a hedgehog is the worst of his problems, we're on a we're we're happy for Pete. I have we're a feeling it's Pete.
1: not. I have a feeling it's not the worst of his problems. But if this is what we're hearing about as the worst of his problems, then that's great.
0: What isn't great? I didn't. I had to tell you, I didn't read a thing about this Megan Barton Hansen thing because these people mean nothing to me. So why I do we care about? You
1: would I was why do we care about this
0: Love Island would. thing?
1: Can I just let's just read? So remember, we talked about this in the podcast when Megan Barton Hansen stole her ex boyfriend Charlie Breaks' hamster.
0: Hamster, and then they they were probably lying about it. But like, yeah, you she stole really a tell. hamster. Yeah. I guess
1: she stole another hamster.
0: <laughs> so she's a serial hamster. She's geek.
1: a re- so the Bailey Mail calls her repeated pet kidnapper. Megan Barton Hansen steals and then loses. <laughs> Love Island co-star Charlie breaks cousin's hamster in Drunk Row as she recruits her mum to try and find the rodent. So she her... she stole another one and then she. So lost it's Charlie's
0: it. cousin's hamster. Why do all of these people have hamsters? Is this a British thing? I... Are they like an easy pet? <laughs> so Charlie had a hamster. Then Charlie's cousin had a hamster. Then she her steals ghost. it because she needs hamsters. Like her she ghost. has to have hamsters.
1: But also, like hamsters aren't expensive. Like get your own hamster.
0: Yeah. So You're she also... stole
1: this hamster. Its name is Khaleesi. Of course. Obviously. Oh, my God. The most basic bitch thing is to name something Khaleesi in like 2019 or 18 or 17.
0: <laughs> I mean, right? ever since 2011, it was it Khaleesi. was basic to name your Fucking hamster Khaleesi. Khaleesi. That's what they're going
1: to name the royal baby Khaleesi.
0: Sure. Or like Bran. Name the royal baby Bran. <laughs> the worst. Oh, my God. Name the Name the royal baby the Starbucks cup in episode four of Game of Thrones season eight.
1: Okay, so it says she voiced concerns for Khaleesi's welfare due to the fact that her cage was for a rat (laughs) rather than for a hamster. And she stormed out with the animal in a ball. (laughs) Then she lost it. (laughs) That's pretty good. This comes after Megan admitted she had kidnapped Jon Snow, a hamster she shares with her ex-boyfriend. Okay, so she... she stole her ex-boyfriend Wes Nelson's hamster, Jon Snow. And then okay. she stole another Love Island guy, Charlie Baker's cousin's hamster, Khaleesi. So she's just out here stealing everyone's hamsters.
0: I hate this. It says shock. Take there are no photos of Khaleesi in the story. There it's it's just photos of Jon Snow, the other one. So it says there's a photo of a hamster in a cage, and it says shock. Taking to Instagram stories Wednesday, the 24-year-old reality beauty confessed she had stolen the hamster named after the Game of Thrones character, Khaleesi, after taking issue with the animal's welfare in her small cage. And then parentheses, Jon Snow pictured. Because <laughs> there are no photos of Khaleesi.
1: Go to people's houses and, like, liberate their rodents? Is that, like, what this is? I this is, think... This is insane.
0: I think so. The commenters hate this. The commenters hate it
1: we went back to his cousins and his cousins had a hamster and funnily enough she called was called Khaleesi I didn't like its cage it was a little small for my liking when I was drunk so I thought I'd take it what did I say mom her mom then interjected you said it was in a rat cage and you didn't like that he didn't have a ramp before Megan continued I didn't like the cage wasn't big enough so I stole her ball now Charlie's screwing she's gone sorry Charlie and Charlie's cousin it wasn't my place to take her I'm such an idiot
0: I hate this.
1: Megan, you sentenced Khaleesi to death by losing her in the cabinets. Honestly,
0: don't steal hamsters. Just buy a hamster if you want a hamster. Also, no offense. Hamsters are meant to go missing.
1: Someone just commented, what did I read? I'm so ashamed, lol. (laughs) Like,
0: a pet hamster doesn't die of natural causes. A pet hamster goes missing or gets, like, eaten by your cat. You know? Like, they don't just... Live yeah. happy, perfect lives. Yeah, hamster lives are filled with trauma if you make them pets.
1: Filled with trauma. Filled with trauma. From, filled with trauma. From birth. I don't, I'm not death. saying
0: that's a good thing. I'm saying that sucks. And that's also why you shouldn't have a hamster as a pet. Number one, because they keep you up at night. Did They're nocturnal.
1: Did Megan Barton Hansen attend Mark Wahlberg's burger launch in London before or after she lost the hamster?
0: That's yeah. what I was going to ask you. Um, I think it was probably after.
1: Well, I, I don't know. We have let's because she um... went there.
0: She probably went there to get her mind off the hamster and was like, you know what? I can't think about this hamster anymore. I gotta go to the the opening of the new Wahlburgers at Covent Garden on Saturday. Oh, it so... was after
1: on May first. Mm, she lost the sense. hamster on May fifth. She attended. She slipped her hourglass figure into a pink jumpsuit as she attended Mark Wahlberg's Burger Lounge in London.
0: Why are all of the stars at Mark Wahlberg's opening of Wahlburgers? She was there. Liam Payne was there
1: Octavia Octavia
0: Spencer was there I don't know why How did Octavia they all get there. here Mark Wahlberg Looked terrible Also <laughs> Terrible And this is not This is not like A physical appearance comment This is like Why was he dressed Like a complete schlub He's unshaven He's wearing a trucker hat He's in a t-shirt I do not even know that He looks awful You're did... opening up a restaurant Have a little respect
1: Like I honestly Don't even know He did things involving This restaurant anymore
0: I thought it was just the other Wahlbergs. I thought that was he, his like gift to the other Wahlbergs where he's too. like, look, I'm busy. L- use our name and I'll go to like one event. I'll go to the intro I event. Mean, just do this. Why is he the only one there?
1: There is truly nothing weirder than this photo of Mark Wahlberg at a table with Octavia Spencer and a burger, a burger with a bite out of It's just sitting on the table between them.
0: And there's a glass of wine that he's car- he carries around the entire time. It's like, I don't think he's drinking out of it.
1: You'd have to be fucked up, too. I mean, the other people at this party were fitness guru Joe Wicks and uh, who dares wins Aunt Middleton. I mean, it's truly like the who's who of the British and Octavia Spencer. Oh, they were in Instant Family together?
0: Remember okay, I guess. Oh, yes. The instant family connection. Cool.
1: Liberty X singer Michelle Heaton. Like, this is truly, <laughs> the like, this is insane. The in-betweeners actor, 33. It just keeps going. Actor Jack Avoid, 23, of Vikings fame. It just keeps getting worse.
0: Alison Hammond, though, is someone we've talked about on the show. She's iconic. She's like a TV host. Um, she was there.
1: Okay, she was there.
0: Megan Michelle Heaton, I you mentioned her. I don't really know much about her.
1: She was there. this photo Jack of her with McAvoy. Mark is... we've talked
0: about we've talked right. about Jack McAvoy because he's on Vikings.
1: He's there. He was there.
0: Why are all of these people at this event?
1: I don't know. Do you think that there's not a lot to do in London? So that was just like, this was what there was to do that night? They're just night? taking
0: their minds off Brexit. Do you think Octavia was there like promoting Ma or something? Are we going to see Ma, by the way? I got to see Ma.
1: It kind of looks good. I'm not going to lie. But it's definitely one of those like low budget, um, a Blumhouse. A
0: low a low budget horror it looks, good. it looks good. It looks, it looks good. good.
1: It looks good. It looks good. wild. It looks good.
0: Well, Juliet Lewis, the mom.
1: I'm bummed because we missed the horror movie that was likely John Gosselin's set at Chili's on Cinco de Mayo.
0: You're calling that a horror movie?
1: I'm just saying we. I'm sad we missed it. Looks it looks like it, it went from 5 p.m. till 9 p.m. on Sunday, May 5th, with drink specials. Um, I didn't know that John Gosselin was a DJ, but this flyer claims that he is so.
0: Also, why is there a town that looks like someone fucked up a name and, like, combined a lot of things? Why-o-missing why missing Pen- Pennsylvania? <laughs> why <I'm missing> Pennsylvania? <laughs> this is also the worst Photoshop I've ever seen, because it's John at a DJ table. They put a sombrero on the MacBook, which would yeah, mean you can see we- the MacBook. The,
1: the MacBook is wearing a hat is the funniest thing about and picture. And that MacBook,
0: that sombrero saying,
1: that MacBook. Yeah, and that MacBook. I cannot believe that MacBook is wearing a,
0: a hat. Cinco de Mayo with John Goslin. Yeah. Drink specials. It doesn't say what the specials are. Yeah. And also, one thing that I don't think I've mentioned on the podcast, but I've said it in person, maybe to you, the new Chili's logo is deranged because it has two of them on there. The two new what? Chili's logo. If you look at a Chili's, like an actual brick and mortar Chili's, you will see this as well. This is not just on this advertisement for John Goslin's Cigado Tomato DJ Party. Uh huh. Tomato DJ Party. Uh huh. It says Chili's, and then there's an like letters C H I L I apostrophe S. Then underneath that there is a chili in which the pepper and the stem are a chili and an apostrophe S. So the logo for chilies is now chilies chilies, and I don't understand why that is the case. So we like we passed an actual chilies like in New Jersey whenever we were out of town a couple weeks ago, and I was like, wait, what? And the chilies on the thing says chilies chilies. Why is that? Why do they have it twice? Pick one. Chili's. Chilies, chilies. No, look at it. It says chilies, chilies. Right. Pick one. Right. It's cute that you can just have the chili. I like that the the pepper and the stem look like an apostrophe on like a chili. You know? I like that.
1: Chili's chilies. We just need the the chilies and then the chili itself.
0: Chilies. I haven't had chilies in a long time. I like chilies. She's not watching because we don't have cable.
1: You don't have cable. Can't afford it. No. got too many kids.
0: No, we just moved. <laughs> and just that would moved. be a distraction.
1: Yeah. Oh, a distraction. Yeah,
0: and you want to just put everything in its place before you turn the TV on. Yeah, gotcha. The American version of a Wahlburgers opening is the Kentucky Derby because everyone who's no one was there, including Everybody. Joey Fatone, um, Rachel Lindsay, Michelle Williams, the singer, Wilmer Valderrama, Jennifer Nettles.
1: I'm sorry, you know when like Joey Fatone, Michelle Williams, and more stars were in the URL. There wasn't much going on when you clicked, you know?
0: Yeah, there's really not a lot going and on And you know at all.
1: that URL wants you to think that Michelle Williams is the other Michelle Williams.
0: Did you see Dana Lynn and Larry? Ugh. Well, Ugh. every
1: year that's how you see that really she gets older out. as they go to the Kentucky it Derby.
0: Really, it's so fucked every up. Every year I they say, it.
1: every year they're like, wow, um, Anna Nicole Smith's daughter is getting so big because literally they go to the Kentucky Derby and they take a photo. And that's what the response is.
0: That's good. I don't really want to talk about people who are at the Kentucky Derby. I want to talk about people who are in Lily Collins' house whenever she's going to sleep. And those people are the ghosts of Ted Bundy's victims.
1: This I don't like, gotta say. Don't I don't like really it. really hate this. I don't like it. I so like Lily it.
0: Collins is playing Ted Bundy's girlfriend in the new Ted Bundy movie, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile, which is on Netflix now. I still haven't watched it. Um, but Zac Efron's Ted Bundy and everyone's like, yes, he's so sexy and like scary. I'm going to watch casting. it. I will watch it too.
1: I haven't missed a Zach Efron but joint since ever. Never. I've Lily, never missed one.
0: L- Lily Collins, who is, never forgetful, Collins' daughter, says that while she'll she was never, filming. She'll never forget. While she was filming this movie, she was visited by the ghosts of Ted Bundy's victims. And here's her quote. I'm not taking that out of context. 3 a.m. is the time when the veil between the realms is the thinnest one and can be visited. I would go downstairs and have a cup of tea, trying to figure out why I'd woken up again. I started being woken up by flashes of images, like the aftermath of a struggle. What? And then she says, I didn't feel scared. I felt supported. I felt like people were saying, we're here listening. We're here to support. Thank you for telling the story. Imagine Ghost being like, thank you for making a movie about what my Can I say what death. I think
1: this is what's happening here?
0: Promo? What?
1: I think they were like, her PR or whatever, her media training, they were like, Lily... Here's the thing. You got to get a personality. <laughs> Please work on one. Tell a story. Tell a crazy story. Something about the movie. Make it personal. I don't know. And then she was like, I got it. I'm, and I'm, and she went ghosts. off
0: the rails. They didn't know that she believed in ghosts. Yeah. And they she were like, oh, Lily, that's not what we meant.
1: Right. So, and her PR people in the corner be like, no. <laughs> do, no, Lily, not the ghosts not the murdered victims. That's too much. No, no, Lily, no. <laughs> this is like an episode of um, Serial Season 1 where – things just get taken too far and then you feel bad about it and imagine the
0: ghosts the ghosts going back to all of their ghost friends like all the other victims and being like oh my god like our movie's gonna be on netflix like this is so great like everyone's gonna see it we have to go tell lily we like we we have to go tell lily thank you like want to go to her house she's having tea now (laughs) and then they just show up
1: lily (laughs) Lily, you're doing a oh my great God. job, Lily. Lily.
0: Guess who's playing his girlfriend? Phil Collins' daughter. It's so cute.
1: <laughs> if you're going to visit anyone involved in this film, wouldn't you visit Zac Efron? Why would you visit <laughs> Lily Collins? I'm sorry. I just, I don't, I don't make the rules. I'm just saying.
0: So if you died tragically and you were a ghost. Yeah. Who the would first I person visit? You, tr- you would try to see Zac Efron? Or who would you visit generally?
1: Who would I visit? The like, moment
0: you're dead, the moment you're dead and you're a ghost and you... The moment you're dead and you have your pick of the litter, you can go to any celebrity's house while they are having tea in the middle of the night. Who do you wake up? Actually, no. Yeah. Who do you wake up?
1: Can I communicate with them?
0: In just flashes of images. Like, you can't have, like, a two-way conversation. You can, But like, I can
1: send them messages you can and affect send, their lives.
0: You can send them messages. I can send them Who on a better path. you send messages? Who do you send um, messages?
1: Zach Efron actually is a good one because I have a lot of thoughts about what he should do with his career. So if I could figure out a way to communicate that to him in my flashing messages, um I could I could help. I could think I could help him. You know how
0: would you send the message of like well, you need career rehab? He... <laughs>
1: He's so good at comedies and he doesn't do enough of them right now. He's not doing... So I would be like trying to figure out a way to tell him to do more comedy. This is not so what I... Like, can so you, you imagine go through, if this is what I did with my ghost? I'm like, I die and I'm like, well, I got to help figure out Zach Efron's career. Like, you why go would through, I do that?
0: You go through his Blu-ray collection and you just pull out all the comedies and you lie them on the floor and you I'm hope like, that works. i
1: Neighbors 2 was so good, Zach. I can't speak. I'm a ghost. I only can speak in flashing you just, images.
0: Flashing images of like good neighbors. To well, can use. I
1: can I drip some blood on a mirror or something that says like <laughs> go back to comedy or something? Two
0: more comedies, <laughs> abandoned drama. But he doesn't. <laughs> he thinks that that means like in his personal life. And you're like, no, I meant the genre. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I got this note in blood on my oh thing. that my said God. abandoned drama.
1: My unfinished business as a ghost is like telling celebrities, like giving celebrities advice about yeah. their career. I would
0: definitely, if I did that, if I were going to a celebrity and telling them to abandon drama, I would go to Sally Field's house. I'd be like, "Stop doing this. Just make comedies, Sally Field. You're you'd funny. say
1: abandoned. You you would drip abandoned drama on her medicine <laughs> cabinet. Abandoned
0: drama. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sally Field would roll her eyes and be like, "Ugh." I, don't I care. do love
1: that if I, it, in this scenario, as ghosts, our unfinished business is like the least important. It's like not our business, and it's like the least important unfinished business known yeah. to man.
0: <laughs> we are ghosts. We have the we have the power to change, like make actual change in the real world, and we decide that we have to work on celebrity f- f- career decisions. <laughs> Yeah, completely no. abandoning like any sort of like political urgency and being like, oh, my God, I'm dead. I'm going to Zach Efron's house. <laughs> like,
1: I mean, I just I'm feel... dead. I'm going
0: to Patricia Clarkson's house.
1: I love this movie because I'm not I'm going to watch it for sure. It's definitely on my list. Uh, I just love that the main problem with it is that Zac Efron's too hot.
0: Mm-hmm. He's too hot. Delicit is so rude. That's when she discovered that 3 a.m. was the time for ghosties and realized Ted Bundy's victims were reaching out to her to tell her that they were thankful she was doing the movie and to be sure to tell her dad that he hasn't had a good song since In the Air Tonight.
1: (laughs) Yes, um, in prep for this, uh, for about a month straight, the same time every night, I was woken up with these like weird images of kind of scenes, like as if something bad had just happened, broken glass and logs. I just felt very visited and I never felt really scared. I just felt uncomfortable. I don't know. I guess I knew I was in my house and I was okay, but it just was very-
0: I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. love <laughs> it. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Very disturbing. This is really great. So Angelica Houston did an interview, a very, very long interview with New York Magazine. And there was a lot of good stuff in it. Uh, some not so great stuff, but mostly really, really fun. Like, I've been in Hollywood forever and really have no filter and can talk candidly about stuff that, like, people fantasize about just like like, nothing
1: to lose conversation here and also like how could you kind of clap back at angelica houston but you could if you're jackie weaver
0: so in the in the in the interview they talk about like her career trajectory and that like okay you're in john wick chapter three that's sort of a weird move like you're doing action movies now like um they basically reference Palms because it's like this is what a lot of older women are doing, like movies like this. And this, but is what, she what says. is
1: you have to tell what Palms is? Oh,
0: Palms is the new movie with um, Diane Keaton and Pam Greer and Jackie Weaver and Rhea Perlman, and it's like women who live in an assisted living community and they decide to start a cheerleading group. Um, yes, and that's from the all producers they know about it. of book, book Club,
1: which is all you need to know about it, which means it's gonna be good because it's so about you know breaking stereotypes about old people we want to start a cheerleading
0: club before we'll you be cheering for
1: ourselves
0: show us what you've got
1: i always did want to be a cheerleader i asked my husband what would he say over my dead body that was fast a little too fast did you ask
0: me see at practice vulture let's talk about john Book chapter three how is a director how does a director lure an actor of your stature to movies these days Angelica. Oh, God, it's so easy. Quite honestly, I'm looking for movies that impress me in some way, that aren't apologetically humble or humiliating, like Band of Cheerleaders gets back together for one last hurrah. You know, an old lady cheerleader movie. I don't like that kind of thing. If I'm going to be an old lady, and I'm sort of touching old lady these days, at least I want to be a special old lady. I don't want to be relegated to some has-been making a comeback. I hate comebacks. So someone brought this up to Jackie Weaver, who was in the movie Palms, and they were like, Jackie, did you hear Angelica took a dump on your movie in an interview with Vulture, and she said, let me get this quote exactly right. She said, um, the very next day Jackie responded to the apparent swipe in an interview with Vanity Fair, as she said, I just laughed. And then I said, well she can go fuck herself. I think, I mean, I was kind of disappointed. I had always been an admirer of Angelica, and I thought, that's a bit mean and petty. So I really like this feud. Jackie Weaver versus Angelica Houston is both a lot of fun.
1: Can I make a guess as to what I think maybe happened here? Or like a little bit? I think maybe Angelica was, she was approached for that movie. So she's referencing, like, a project that somebody came to her that she doesn't even know is getting made. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, I can see that. Like,
1: I don't think that Angelica Houston, maybe she does, is caught up and, like, saw the trailer. But I kind of don't think that she saw
0: the trailer. The only... Like, most people don't know Palms exists, let alone Angelica Houston.
1: The only way that Angelica Houston maybe saw the trailer is if she was going to see Jack Wick, because she's, like, in Jack Wick. John John Wick. Wick. Sorry.
0: She wouldn't have seen that trailer at a, a screening of John no, Wick. No,
1: right? Okay, so let's be real. Angelica Houston is like referencing the types of movies that she gets approached for these days, which maybe probably was Palms. She didn't know that it had it had been made and was coming out like around the same time as her movie.
0: Imagine, maybe imagine Angelica Houston in Palms. <laughs> I can't. I don't really. I, I really don't think I can.
1: But that's the thing. It's like she's insulting Palms, but like she could na- Like she's not good enough for Palms. Sorry, like not's not the right role for her. The right role for her is the is the Russian mysterious Russian villain in John Wick or whatever. Is that what she's playing? I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't know. She's in John Wick. I don't know what she's doing. I saw um, the trailer. She's in J- it. It's fine. Jackie Weaver went further and she said, oh. "I would I would say she must be going through menopause, but she must have had that ages ago." Uh, and then she, and then she said because her Angelica Houston's dad was that really famous director John Houston, and she goes, "Didn't she grow up in a castle in Ireland?" So they once they turned on Jackie Weaver, they couldn't turn her off. And then she said. <laughs> I can't see her cheerleading, but then I grew up in Australia where there is just no cheerleading culture. I think the most interesting acting happens outside your comfort zone. So Jackie Weaver is like doing everything right here. But to be fair, so is Angelica Houston. Saying like, oh, she went through menopause like a hundred years ago. Yeah. Jackie Weaver is like not holding anything back.
1: It's true. I mean, Angelica went off too. Jackie Weaver is just like, don't get me started. What is, is Jackie Weaver? I don't even know what Jackie Weaver is a thing for
0: jackie weaver is a thing because she was in that um well jackie weaver was an more of an australian person but then she was in that australian crime movie and she got nominated for an oscar for it
1: i want this part to be clear this is not about you doing me a favor or me blackmailing you anything like that it's just a bad situation for everyone
0: um, and so she gets nominated for an Oscar for this movie. Then she gets she starts getting a lot of work in the United States. And unfortunately, a lot of the work in the United States, she's doing an American accent and she sounds crazy. Have you seen? I mean, she's in Widows. She's Elizabeth Debicki's mom in Widows, and she's like a nightmare in that movie. Uh... I find her, I find her very, very, very hit or miss. But I understand. I mean, I understand why they like. I understand why they they cast her in things. Like there aren't many actresses of that age. Who sort of have that acclaim behind them? Mm-hmm. And that yeah, I mean sort she's been sucks. in a
1: million things. But
0: now because she's this older woman who got an Oscar nomination recently, she's at the top of everyone's list. When it's like, we need an older woman actress. Let's get Jackie Was- Weaver. Um, right you now, know, I just want yeah. I want Ryan Murphy's feud Angelica Houston versus Jackie Jack Weaver. Weaver, and I don't even care if this feud is over. I just want a minute by minute retelling of this feud told over ten episodes. You know, yeah, give no, me I think that's Six hundred minutes, Angelica. You were in fucking number one. You were in Smash. <laughs>
1: to be fair, she does. She she has not been in a Club era. I mean, what Diane Keaton is doing. She she never and she also never did yeah. a Nancy Myers thing. She never did like a. Older lady finds her, gets her groove back, right? Yeah. Not really. At least not that I
0: can Sure, think sure, sure. But she was in Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast. <laughs> so... You know what, Angelica, you take a check where you can get a check, especially if you are an older woman where roles are few and far between because Hollywood hates women. So, also,
1: I follow um, Diane Keaton on Instagram, and I think Palms was like one of the most delightful things she's ever done in her life, from what she's, show- from what she's exp- expressed.
0: Having not seen Palms, it's my favorite movie of the year. <laughs> me? No, I'm fine. I'm fit as a fiddle. Why didn't you tell me? I'm dying. You were dying yesterday and you're gonna be
1: dying next week. In the meantime, you should be dancing your ass off. You are going to And I can't say if
0: this would be a good Mother's Day gift or not, but maybe it would. What about Scentbird?
1: Oh yeah. Get your mom some Scentbird. Great transition into an ad right here.
0: Get your mom some smells that she likes. Does your mom like smells? Maybe she doesn't. But if she does, get her this. If you like smells, get some Scentbird. Because have you ever had someone come up to you and say, You smell amazing? What are you wearing? That's a lot of fun. That's a big compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good thing about Scentbird is that you don't even have to shower. You can just spray yourself with all these different scents. And someone's like, this is really awesome. I know. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service. So it helps you mix up your cologne or perfume routine. It helps you discover new colognes or perfumes without having to buy an entire bottle, which is honestly the best thing about Scentbird. Because you can just get like a lot of little things instead of having to commit to one enormous bottle that you might not even like much. So, you choose the cologne you want to try, and they'll send you a 30-day supply that is 120 sprays, enough to apply more than four times a month. And they've got big brands, like Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenzo, Burberry, Prada, and more. They have over 450 of them. And if you're not sure what type of scent you're looking for, you can sort colognes and perfumes by brand, occasion, season, style, and more. You can read a lot of user reviews, which is the most helpful part of any website like this. you got to read the reviews. And... With an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you hooligans, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com who and use our code who, W-H-O, for 50% off your first month. That is S-C-E-N-T, bird.com who, for you to try your first cologne or perfume for just $7.50. Hey, when's the last time you thought about Sam Worthington?
1: Oh my god, like avatar literally since avatar remember people thought he was gonna be a big star
0: yeah we talked we've actually talked about sam worthington in the very recent history and we were like remember when we thought he was gonna be a thing and then he wasn't he did like the ledge he was on the ledge he was man on the ledge and no one saw that i'm just
1: obsessed with his like the 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 hype around him everyone was like money do you
0: think he made he's gonna be in the other ones too a ton but are the other ones
1: ever gonna happen
0: yeah they're all in the books haven't you seen
1: on the books i mean i saw when we were looking at sigourney weaver's imdb but i don't believe that they're i mean come on avatar James 2 Cameron avatar 3 Avatar They do anything
0: it's been well, he 100 did, years he did alita battle angel
1: which was big even though i hooted it was big
0: um avatar 2 2020 avatar 3 2021 i'll avatar believe 4, it when i see it i'll believe it when 5, i see it 2025 get out of here God, they're not going to be done until 2025. Six years ago feels impossible. I mean, six years away feels impossible. Okay,
1: how many years ago did the first Avatar
0: come out, though? Ten.
1: If it takes ten years between each Avatar.
0: <laughs> well, it's they're filming them at the same time. So it's going to be 2020 is, the, is two. Oh, they are? Is three. And then they're going to film the other two together. And then it's going to be 20, 2024 is four. 2025
1: is, is five. T- So take 10 years after your very successful first avatar to make a second avatar is deranged. Like, how did he get away with this? James Cameron. I
0: have no idea.
1: Sam Worthington's like, I got to make another avatar because what else am I fucking doing? The Hemsworths are taking my shine. You know? That's
0: true. Because I mean, like, he can't compare with the Hemsworths. He can't. No there
1: offense. are literally three. I know that only two are hunky, but there are three Hemsworths that are stealing his shine. I say that they're stealing his shine because they're Australian and he's Australian and all Australians are, you know, they compete.
0: Yeah, they compete. They all know each other. They're all friends.
1: We can only have a limited amount of Australian hunks that we care about in our orbit.
0: So So we got to talk about his wife, who is this model named Laura Bingle, um, <laughs> who... <laughs> I love what it. was she even? What was she even promoting? Her her brand of organic linen. She was promoting linen?
1: Sheridan's new range of organic lemon, linen, which <laughs> God knows I love to promote organic linen and and linen of any sort. But I'm <laughs> we're obsessed not even doing with... a
0: linen ad today, but like no. we may as well be. We love linen so much.
1: Laura Bingle was um she was promoting linen. She was promoting linen.
0: Organic linen. Don't forget linen. A better tomorrow starts with the decisions that you make tonight. Organic (laughs) Linen. (laughs) Sorry. So the
1: ad for the linen, it ends with her in bed and it says Laura Worthington. So she's not Bingle. In this ad, she's Worthington. It says model, entrepreneur, social activist. That is Laura Bingle.
0: Oh, okay. Do you know why Laura Bingle got famous? No. Laura Bingle was the star of a um, Australia tourism campaign Stop. in 2007.
1: Stop it. And so it
0: would be like showing all these things like, I'm getting beer at this pub. Like I'm learning about like o- like old, like Australian culture. Like I'm doing all this. And then it would end with Laura Bingle in a bikini doing this. We've brought you a beer. And we've had the camel shampooed. We've saved you a spot on the beat And we've been rehearsing for over 40,000 years So where, the bloody, so where the bloody hell are you? So where the bloody hell are you? So where that the was bloody their, hell
1: are you?
0: <laughs> that, was their, that was their tourism campaign for a while That's how she got famous Wait, So wow. she would say, so where the bloody hell are you? And okay, then she so was the she... famous model she he had a also, reality show for one single called "Being Laura Bingle." Let me tell you something. There's no way "Being Laura Bingle" is at all interesting, which is why it only lasted one single. She was on a celebrity season.
1: ice dancing show called Torval and Dean's Dancing on Ice. She signed a deal with Vodafone and Speedo, and she was an she's an ambassador for Bowel Cancer Australia.
0: Yeah, her dad died of cancer, so she's very like she's a cancer advocate.
1: Wait, Not she's an Laura advocate Bingle for cancer. Oh
0: she's God. a cancer activist. Oh, this is nice. What's this big deal, you posing nerd on the front of your apartment there? What in the hell are you thinking of? Don't you think you've had enough trouble in your life? Bing Lara Bingle eight o'clock Tuesday on Ten.
1: She also has a new tanning range called The Base. Wow, she is doing the everything. Point
0: is, Laura Bingle was asked about her relationship with Sam Worthington on live television, and was like, uh, uh, because they were talking about linen sheets, and they were talking, and then the hosts, who are notorious trolls, whatever their names are, I always forget their names. What are their names? Kyle, oh, Kyle oh, Gillies, Kyle Gillies. I don't remember. And um,
1: they are trolls.
0: Kylie Gillies and Larry Ed Emder. We talk about them all the time. They asked about the sheets. Laura was like, I don't want to answer this. And then Larry said, Laura, I apologize for Kylie's question. The interview was going so well right up until that point. Poor thing. <laughs> Wait, so,
1: I'm dying to watch an episode of being Laura Bengal. Like I'm have, dying. I
0: tried to find some and it's hard to find. And There's also it's promos, like almost but it's not. like um it's uh IP restricted. So like if we lived in Australia, it'd be easier. Gotta get a VPN.
1: Oh, got to get a VPN gotta get a so watch Being Laura Bengal. Okay, so she was on this show with these trolls and she was promoting linen. Sam
0: gets uh, home from a busy day of being an action hero. Um, does he get to enjoy the linen as well?
1: Kylie, that's what? a bit personal. <laughs>
0: I'm asking. <laughs> um, I mean, he, I just, I don't know. I don't think he knows if he's on linen or cotton or, you know, he just, he just don't. <laughs> if it's made, it's good for him, I think. If the bed's made every day, it's good.
1: If the bed's made every day, it's good. So basically, she then she backtracks so far that she insults the product. <laughs> when she could have just said, like, oh, he loves the linen. You know, like, we love the linen.
0: Ask he, me about linen on a, on a morning show. I will talk about it for 30 minutes.
1: Are you kidding? And you would love a sexual innuendo. You'd be like, oh, yeah, like, linen. Like, yeah. Like, you would know how to you'd know how to respond would to it. Would I? would you say uh I mean he just I I don't Uh, know I don't know uh, 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 uh." uh, uh, uh. who weekly
0: who weekly host makes ass of himself on Australian morning show while whilst talking about linen
1: what's also weird is that she's coming in live from Los Angeles she's not even in Australia oh yeah they live in they live in Los Angeles and she's promoting linen Mm -hmm. in Australia I think Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. maybe in America I haven't seen the ad But what I got to say is I'm not buying linen from this woman.
0: No, I'm buying buying linen from snow. Let's do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram?
1: She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about. What's Rita Ora up to? Who oh, is this woman?
0: I mean, the most important thing that Rita Ora, Ora is doing is she is currently in New York and she's hanging out because she's about to go to the Met Gala tonight. So I she's preparing for the Met Gala. I wish knew
1: what Rita was wearing tonight. We'll when know tomorrow. We'll talk about it on Friday or next week or whatever. I apologize. I feel like this is bad timing for the Met Ball. I feel like why is the Met Ball on Mondays? Why is anything on Monday? What is It's a really stupid. Stupid time to have an event. Anyways.
0: She got a new tattoo, which you also saw, which is great. She, she got already a has a lot of tattoos. And a heart. It's, it's a knife that's going through a heart, which I think me it's like uh isn't it religious or something? Or is it it's a symbol? What is a knife going through a heart? I don't heart
1: know, mean? but Rita loves a hand tattoo. I looked Anyways. up,
0: so it's it's the classic heart dagger tattoo. When I read what it means on tattoodoo.com,
1: tattoo do, yeah, what does yeah. it mean?
0: It can be traced back to more than a century ago. At first glance, it can seem pretty self-explanatory: the heart suggesting emotions, in the dagger through it be- demonstrating hurt or pain. Um, a common theme with the heart dagger tattoo is betrayal. Uh-oh. Betrayal. Uh Uh-oh. So maybe Rita feels betrayed or maybe she just thought it was cool. Maybe she saw it on the sign and was like, this is the one I want.
1: Rita was also in the New York Times Sunday crossword. Thank you for everybody for sending that to us. Um, Singer Aura with three solo number hits (laughs) and number one hits in in Britain. If Aura didn't give it away, honestly, three solo number one hits might have confused (laughs) you. You know what I mean? You might have been like, that couldn't be Rita. That's a lot of hits. But believe it or not, she's got them.
0: Well, also, she has a great name for crosswords. We've talked about oh, this.
1: Oh, a perfect
0: name. She's Ora? like the
1: Brian Eno of pop stars. <laughs> yes. Brian Eno. I'm like, Brian fucking Eno is more famous now for crosswords than he is for music.
0: For music, absolutely.
1: You know? Rita Ora being in Detective Pokemon is camp. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I,
0: I think you're, if you're not right, you're close.
1: Like this, okay, you know what's camp? This caption. Career. Career. Colon. Rita has recently added to her movie credits by ba- by bagging a part in the new live action Pokemon Detective Pikachu. That caption, career, colon, that's camp. Okay. Don't you I'm think? not
0: sure that it's camp, but it's close.
1: It's camp. No, that's camp. Uh, this camp. If I was a ghost, I'd go to Susan Sontag's house and be like, is this camp? And I'd read her like forty-five Rita Ora <laughs> headlines.
0: Susan Sontag is going to be like, I honestly don't know. I have no idea. She's like, She's like, I wrote that 50 years ago. Do you know when I wrote that? Girl, get out of here. I don't remember. Stop. Girl,
1: get out of here. I'm like, I died for this. No. Oh, she's dead too. So I actually wouldn't be haunting her. I'd just be like hanging out
0: with her. (laughs) She'd be like, stop. I'm trying to enjoy the afterlife. And everyone's asking me about camp.
1: Ugh, what is camp? Who knows?
0: You know what's camp? What? I'm texting you something that is camp.
1: What is camp? Oh, that's high camp.
0: Catherine McPhee celebrating her bachelorette party by sucking a drink out of a red solo cup and a dick straw. That's camp. Oh, That's high camp. Could be like a forest camp. green. She I, had, is. I had I had I had those dick straws at my uh bachelorette party. You at sure my did. Because I
1: found like four in my suitcase when I got. I was home.
0: like, I was like, these are cancer. I drank like one drink out of them and was like, I don't want to use this.
1: Only you would be worried about the plastic. As if the dick part <laughs> is not the problem. It's the plastic. Oh my God.
0: I thought they were funny. Honestly, like, what, what we what, like, it was barely, it was. Bobby's like, it I was thought not... we
1: canceled plastic straws and throws yeah. them all.
0: No part of my bachelor party, like, resembled a bachelor party. Like, just the dick straws. That was it. I like the idea of dick straws, but the dick straws are not actually fun to drink out of.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure you like the idea of a male stripper, but if one showed up, you would fucking lose your mind.
0: Well, we looked for male strip. We went to, we looked for a male strip club and there are none in Savannah.
1: <laughs> we should have gone to Savannah if we were looking for male strippers.
0: There were no male strippers. <laughs> anyway, Whatever.
1: congratulations to Meghan Markle and her new child that we've named. I already forgot. What's its name that we could Brand. put aside? Seven. Seven. As in seventh to do the Do they throne. have last
0: names? They don't even have last names, do they?
1: Seven Markle.
0: Oh, they don't get last names. You lose your right to a last name, I think.
1: Sir, Sir Prince Seven Markle. Prince Seven.
0: Look at this. Sorry, this episode is so stupid and long. But like, yeah, what's Prince George's stupid. name? What is Prince George's name? George, George Alexander Lewis. He doesn't have a last name. He doesn't have a last name. So
1: seven. He's Prince
0: George of Cambridge. Of so Cambridge. So it's That's Prince
1: it. Seven of um, Toronto. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> the baby's fucking name.
0: What if the, what if she names the baby suits? Suits. What if she names the baby suits? That's fun.
1: Seven suits, Prince Markle. Suits. Prince of suits toronto of,
0: prince suits of sussex that's fun
1: <laughs> suits of sussex what will we call him though suits like, Suity? you need a little nickname no his one of his names will be suits his name is prince. seven prince, prince seven suits, suits, of suits of markle of sussex
0: okay we're done um <laughs> thank you for listening to who weekly this week what a bat shit like was this episode even good I don't even know it
1: probably was bad
0: anyway I'm thrilled that you got this far follow us on Instagram Twitter (laughs) facebook support us on patreon.com slash who weekly um come to our shows uh in nashville boston and dc oh i met someone who's coming to the boston show last night she was incredible. like hi oh, big fan coming to the boston show I'm so excited and uh
1: come see us in nashville pod conference we'll be there all weekend and we have a show on june 1st it's gonna be incredible
0: call 619 who them if you want to have question comments or complaints about this episode and if you give other suggestions for megan Markle's baby name we want also. Some good what is camp
1: what, what is, is camp
0: it? tell us um also call in with your favorite met gala looks obviously you're going to do that without us telling you to do it we will see you on friday have a great week bye bye you will want to hey so everybody how are you